0: Eagles fans are excited about the Super Bowl but remember when they had doubt about Jalen Hurts being drafted and skepticism about the hiring of head coach Nick Sirianni what can we learn about that and how it relates to the doubt and skepticism in our own lives let's unpack it this is the unpacking it podcast where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truths. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like Him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about! Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want
1: to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's
0: the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacketed Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson, joined by my co-host, Luke Heaton. On today's episode, we are unpacking doubt, skepticism, jumping to conclusions, and the importance of giving God a chance. We'll take a look at the Eagles and how fans are reminded that they should have given a chance to Jalen Hurts, to Nick Sirianni. But when things started out for both those guys, fans weren't really excited about those two. So we'll take a look at all of that today. We're going to have a blast. Really appreciate you being a part of the show. Uh, For everybody listening on on, on podcast platforms, we're everywhere. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, Thanks for listening there. Uh, We are excited to be on... Big Tree TV. It's a channel where faith and family meet. And so that's one of the new platforms this year uh, that, that you can now access in, in a new way. Uh, also, all of our viewers on YouTube, uh, we, we thank you and everybody that, that watches us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Uh, glad to have you a part of the show today. You can always email me, Bryce at unpackingit.com. Be sure to check out that website, unpackingit.com. And on this show, we unpack a a devotional that we wrote and and sent out through email, posted on our website. And if you would like to receive that written version in your email inbox, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can sign up for free. Go to unpackingit.com and it's designed to encourage, challenge, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him. So so check that out, unpackingit.com. We are brought to you by Sugar Creek Coffee sugarcreekcoffee.com be sure to use the promo code unpack you'll save some money on your order and and here's what's awesome at Sugar Creek coffee roasters they specialize in handcrafted small batch artesian roasted coffee in other words it's delicious and they don't roast until you actually place an order so you can be assured that the freshest roasted coffee is delivered to your door they believe once you experience their fresh roasted coffee The difference will be evident, and you will realize why they're so passionate about handcrafted, small-batch, artesian-roasted coffee. SugarCreekCoffee.com. Use that promo code UNPACK. All right, let's say hello to Luke Heaton. And as we gear up for this year's Super Bowl between the Eagles and the Chiefs, I I know I'm fired up, but today, Luke, we're going to unpack – uh, Eagles fans, but but let's face it, we're all guilty of of the response and reaction that we have to remind Eagles fans that they had just a few years ago when Jalen Hurts was drafted and Nick Sirianni was was hired. Uh, for for you, do you remember what your response to to both of those situations was?
1: Gosh, well, I certainly didn't match or meet the the fire in the belly that eagles fans had with how disappointed (laughs) they were because i liked jalen hurts just he in college he was a gamer great leader tough as nails successful at two programs but if i'm being honest i had no idea that he would be doing this i was i mean i was reading through his draft profile this morning and everyone was saying you know has potential to grow but could be a good backup maybe uh, rounds he's, two to three he's like Taysom Hill yeah yeah like Taysom Hill can use his legs I heard a lot of Tim Tebow comparisons you know he is tough game similar to Tim Tebow but a little better thrower the idea that he could be an M, in the MVP conversation is I certainly had no chance but I was a little more kind in my response than Eagles fans
0: that's right so I look back at Twitter and some of the responses that jumped out this is a joke, right? Oh, boy, that's a dumb pick. Join me in pain, Philadelphia. Completely indefensible. And so that was <laughs> to the, the reaction to, to Jalen Hurts being drafted. Of course, Carson Wentz was there at that time, had the big contract, and, and so Hurts was drafted to be a backup. Now, all these years later, MVP candidate, got his team on, on the way to the, the Super Bowl. Then, when it came to Nick Sirianni, a little bit of, a, of an unknown coach. And, and so, you know, the Eagles won a Super Bowl just a few years ago with Doug Peterson. They move on from him. They bring in Sirianni. He got off to a bad start because it was a weird press conference. He had some funny uh, answers initially didn't seem real comfortable in that setting. And so now all of a sudden Eagles fans at that time, they just were filled with kind of doubt and, and thinking, oh, there's no way this is going to work out. I I don't see it. Uh, There's no way this turns out well. Uh, he doesn't even know know what he's doing. (laughs) Those were some of the the, the responses at at that time. And then he had that funny uh, press conference about the flower. So he was was using that, that metaphor and that rubbed rubbed some Eagles fans the wrong way as well.
1: But he also wasn't like, he's just kind of in a league of his own because he's not the uh, seasoned veteran coach. Oh, this guy's done it before, but he's not also the Sean McVay or Kyle Shanahan type like he's Mm. young, but he's not like those guys. He's just kind of different personality wise, experience wise, skill wise. So he was like, who is this guy for a an Eagles franchise who is one of the premier franchises in the NFL? This isn't a small market team. This is a huge market team with very passionate fans,
0: very opinionated fans. It's so (laughs) so as soon as, you know, they, they start two and five. They, they were very skeptical. Like, wait a second, how's this? How's this gonna really really work out? They were questioning his play calling. And now what's so funny is a couple of years later, Sirianni's a hero in Philadelphia. Yeah. He fits he fits well there. The fans are behind him. And and of course, the the fact that they you know were the number one seed in the NFC and and, and marched their way very convincingly to the Super Bowl, blowing out the Giants, blowing out the the 49ers. And and so we'll see how they do uh, against Kansas City, and and so here here's the, the the takeaway for for us as as fans and looking at you know specifically Eagles fans, but we can all relate to this when there's a, a coach hired for our team, a new new coach or or somebody drafted, you know we're we're prone to jump to conclusions and make snap judgments right away, you know right away, nope, not going to work out, no nope, bad pick, a oh, bad hire, this is this is going to be this is going to be bad. And, and so what it really speaks to is that we, we lack that that trust and hope uh, and, and we just have a tough time believing in certain players or, or coaches. and, and so our, our thoughts you know immediately go go negative. But what what do we learn from this as well, especially with the, the Eagles now in the Super Bowl? How important it is to actually give a player or a coach a chance to show what they can do? before jumping to conclusions we got to give him a chance yeah but we we as fans think we know we know best right away
1: yeah. I mean to bring it home everyone remembers my hero Dirk Nowitzki the hero <laughs> of Dallas his career did not start like Luca's career it was ugly early mm. it was bad he had a lot to learn and I'm sure I mean I wasn't old enough to remember necessarily remember the the heat of the moment but i'm sure many fans were thinking who is this guy oh yeah. who is this who is this guy from germany we just drafted he's awful how can yep. he play in this league and then he ends up scoring over 30,000 points leading the mavs to their first nba championship but th- that's an example of it's easy it's easy to to write off a player to have the the conclusion this is for sure truth in the moment with the emotions we know better and I'm very glad we were wrong about Dirk.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so that's a, that's a wonderful example and kind of the second lesson learned from this Eagle situation as well is that instead of writing a player or coach off right away, we give them the benefit of the doubt. And we say, all right, let's see what, let's see what's going to happen. And then the third thing is instead of already making up our minds that a player isn't the answer, the coach isn't the answer, you know, right away after the first time we watch them play or after, you know, initial losing streak, they get off to a slow start or, you know, a shooting slump or a, a, a throwing slump, whatever it is. What we need to do is remain patient and actually give them a chance to come through in time. And yeah. even for the Eagles, they didn't have to wait long. Just give them a little bit of time and, and, and see, see how it, it plays out. And so when, when we relate this to the Bible and our own lives and and, and really you know uh, make this uh, applicable applicable to our, our our own lives, here's the reality. We're all prone to jump to conclusions and make snap judgments especially when it comes to you know difficulty that pops up in life, unforeseen you know circumstances you know out of the blue you, you lose your job out of the blue. Uh, somebody is sick in your, in your family or you personally. And, and oftentimes our initial snap judgment is negative, right? It's like, oh, you got to be kidding me. There's no way this works out. There, there's no way that this is going to be a good thing. I, I, I don't see it. And, and, and what we're really demonstrating in that when we respond negatively or you know the, the, the signs of doubt come through, which really is worry and fear, Negativity or anxiousness—that's sort of indicating that there is there is doubt and and skepticism about how we're viewing a situation that we find ourselves in—a tough spot, a tough circumstance—and and so if that's our if that's our reaction, similar to Eagles fans, oh, there's no way this is. Are you kidding me? I don't know what's going to happen. It's worry, it's fear, it's negativity, it's anxiousness, and what we're actually saying, Luke is that we aren't trusting God. And, and so that's, that's sort of the, uh, the indicator in the back and forth. It's like, wait, am I going to trust God in the situation or am I going to jump to conclusions
1: and, and react negatively? Well, it's a helpful reminder because uh, certainly you and I aren't the only ones that uh, experience this because <laughs> if we're being honest with ourselves, our faith— though we would like it to be perfect, we would like it to be always continually trusting in God, that's just not the reality. We have doubts, we have skepticism, we lack trust in God. But what I'm encouraged today is, I just think, one, we're going to unpack reasons for that and how we can uh, improve on that, but two, I think it's important to think right now is God has way more compassion on our doubts than we think he does. Mm. Which which is an encouraging reminder to me is it's easier for myself, not only when I don't trust God, but then to take it further to beat myself up about it. Like, oh, how mm. am I not how can I not be trusting God right now? Are you kidding me? But in those moments I have to receive God's grace and think, you know what? The compassion of God toward me is way more than I'll ever get him credit to. He's not this disappointed father he's this compassionate i know it's hard i know your faith isn't perfect but thankfully it's not even up to your faith which is what i've come to realize is it's not even up to my faith that i get through things it's ultimately up to god to give
0: you the strength and and the ability to yeah to have that that faith to get through instead of sliding into the worry the fear the negativity the the anxiousness and and all those thoughts of, well, how is this going to work out? Mm-hmm. What well, I don't I don't see it. I, I I don't know how this turns out. Well, well, there's no way. I, I don't think. And and really, what we're saying when we when we do have fear and doubt is we're saying, I don't think God's capable. And we we don't we don't say that out loud. We don't say, oh, I don't think God's capable. But if we're looking at a tough situation, and we're you know, we're just beside ourselves and thinking, there's no way we're actually saying yeah i don't think God's capable of this versus when we do have the the faith and the trust in him to say he is capable he is faithful and and we think back to all those times in the past that that we doubted and he still came through he still mm-hmm. gave us the strength to get through well then that helps us now in the in the newest circumstance that 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 we face and and even though you know the 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 anxiousness and the worry and the fear indicates that we're actually saying, ah, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing. We get impatient. And what it says is, well, I don't think he knows what he's doing. I think I know better. I think I know better. I think I, yeah. I, I think he should do this by this time. I think it's in my timing, in my way, I want him to do this. And, and so the, the big takeaway for, for us today, as we, you know, kind of think about the Eagles and, and fans is you got to give him a chance. You got to give God a chance to come through.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: got to give him a chance to to show you how good he is. Yep. And 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 give him give him the opportunity to uh to 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 reveal you know his glory in a in a difficult situation, in a in a change in life that we're facing, a transition.
1: Give him a chance. And I give think to your point on when we think well, we have our own idea of of who God should be, that, that's 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 what leads to a lot of not trusting God. Is because one of my uh, an older guy I know said this to me. He said a, a huge downfall for for humans is ascribing to God what we think God should be, who we think our own idea of God that we've created in our minds, rather than gazing our eyes worshipping God who he's revealed himself to be. Mm. And when we ascribe in our mind what we've thought of this is what a perfect God is, this is what God should be doing, this is what God should be allowing, should not be allowing. When we ascribe that to God rather than believing on who he's revealed himself to be, of course we can't trust him. Cuz we we can't we can't even we can't even come close to conjuring up a perfect God. God who he's revealed himself to be is perfect. He is worthy to be trusted. Our own fallen idea of what God should be doing is always going to fall short. Uh,
0: that's that's thought provoking. And there's even another parallel in there in in how we uh we think we know what the perfect coach is or what the perfect quarterback is. Yeah. And, and oftentimes uh it goes goes a little bit differently than what, what we what we think is as fans, and it speaks to our you know limited understanding and the ability to grasp, especially with God, his power, his his perfection, his holiness, and and all that. So what do we do then when we do have doubt and we do have skepticism about how God is going to show up and move within a situation that we are in? Well, the first thing is we we, got to trust God and, and live by faith. And so 2 Corinthians 5, 7, in the Amplified Version, it says, for we walk by faith not by sight, living our lives in a manner consistent with our confident belief in God's promises. And so we trust in God's character, we trust in God's word, which includes his promises. And that's, that's what we hang on to. And we remind ourselves every day. And, and we meditate on scripture, we reflect on scripture, we unpack scripture and, and allow that to help us and allow God's strength to help us walk by faith walk, right? That's the key. Step-by-step, step-by-step Uh and, with, and with him.
1: What a way to have peace, just thinking of what it means to walk by faith. To, Because to walk by faith means you're trusting in, ultimately, the sovereignty and power of God that, you know what? I can have peace right now. I mean, I can really trust that you know, Romans 8.38 is always thrown out there as uh, God's going to work all things out for— 8.28. 8.28. Romans 8.28. for well, God's going to work all things out according to his purposes for those who love him. Well, that's absolutely true. And when we're I'm in a, a moment that's difficult to trust God, to be able to respond and say, you know what? God's powerful. God is sovereign. God truly has everything in control. And if I really do believe his word that he's going to work all things out for my good, which ultimately is his good, not my selfish good, I'm going to be okay. I'm I'm going to be okay and the peace that comes with that is I mean it's the peace that surpasses understanding. No,
0: absolutely. And and in Hebrews 11:6 in the amplified it tells us but without faith it is impossible to walk with God and please him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him. And so uh, the key for today, I think, is is seek him. So when we have the doubt, when we have the skepticism about our circumstance and the tough situation that we find ourselves in or the uncertainty or the unknown, are we gonna seek him? And, And are we gonna come to him in faith, in confidence to say, God, I know you're there. I know you're good. I know you love me. Again, back to the promises, re- reminding ourselves of those promises, of who, who he is and what he's done and what he says he will do. Um, and then walk with him,
1: with, with faith. And I, this bring, brings me back to why I wanted to talk about the compassion of God towards us when we have when we are not trusting him. Or when we, when we are lacking in areas of faith, the story in the Gospel of Mark of a son is is possessed by a, a, an evil spirit, a demon, and a, his father brings him to Jesus, or he's brought to Jesus, and Jesus removes uh, or casts out the demon. Uh, and Jesus is talking about belief. Do you believe I can do this? And the father says, I believe, help my unbelief. Mm. That should be our prayer every single day. But the point is, when when we are having these doubts, when we're struggling to trust in God, that's not time to pull back. That's mm. time to actually, like you said, seek God, draw near to Him, because He's not this. I can't. Oh, what are you doing? You you don't trust me? No, He's inviting us to trust Him, and He's compassionate uh, when we have lack of trust. We should we should be telling Him every day, and in these moments, God, I believe. Help my unbelief. Or, God, I'm really struggling to believe this right now. God's not going to cast us away. He's eager to bring us in because we're his child, and he's calling us to believe.
0: And the, yeah, the more we seek him, then our faith strengthens and, 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 and builds. Um, and, and so, all right, what, what's kind of the other thing that we can do when when we do have doubt and skepticism? Truly surrender truly surrender every aspect of our lives and give God a chance to take over. That, because when, when we start thinking like, ah, I don't know if he's gonna come through in this area of my life. And we sort of try to control things or we, we hold on to things so tightly. But what would it look like to really surrender every area of our life? And, and, and sometimes you have to surrender <laughs> over and over because we try to grab it back. No, 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 I'm gonna take over. You're taking too long. Ah, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take over this. Ooh, I don't know. if I don't know if I trust you anymore. I'm going to take over it. No, it's a surrender. It's a daily surrender. All right, God, I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't see it. I can't see it in my limited understanding. But back to our point about trusting him, I trust you and I surrender it to you. I'm giving you a chance to take over. I'm giving you a chance to come in and do what only you can do in this situation. I trust you. And, and so... um, fully fully surrender and then and then the last thing you know oftentimes when things don't make sense on the surface will we be willing to wait to see what God has in store and remain patient and again give God a chance to show us what he's capable of and and back to the fans fans are impatient we know this we're all impatient and, and this this plays out in our own lives as well and this is a we could talk the whole show about about patience, and we, I'm sure we will at some point soon. But but we have to be willing to wait and 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 see what God can do, versus getting anxious and fearful and worried. Oh, it's it's taking too long. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. No, I'm going to be I'm going to be patient. I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to trust God. I'm going to surrender to Him, and then I'm going to be patient for Him to show up and show us what He's capable of. Yep. We got to give him a chance. We got to give him a chance. We got to give him time to work out what he's going to do. Of course, he can do it in a second. He can do anything in a second. He's that powerful. We yeah. believe that. But there are there are purposes in the delay, oftentimes that that we've got to trust him in that as well.
1: That's that's the hard part. Is the last two is really surrendering and being patient, because us prideful people want to step in, especially we think is. I mean, not to just play stereotypes, but men, we want to fix things. I think I've, I, the, all the older men who have offered me wise counsel as a, being a young married uh, husband is, hey, when your wife is upset about something, she's talking about something, don't respond with the solution immediately. Just listen. <laughs> just listen. But that yeah. translates to, man, when there's a problem, when we're we don't want to be patient. We don't want to wait to see how God's going to work it out. We want to step in with our own strength. We don't want to truly surrender anything because we kind of hold on to something and say, "I don't know." Can, like you said, can God really do this? Can God mm. is God going to do what I want Him to do? Mm. Because, but that's not even the right question. It's God's going to do what's what's good and what's best and what's truly wise, uh, in contrast to what's foolish, likely, on our end. Um, but it it's hard to surrender everything. Because it really demands trusting that God is all powerful and that he's all good, that he's gonna do the, the good thing, which may not be our own fallen idea of what is good and our own selfish desires.
0: That's right. And and it's having that that heart posture of I trust your way is, is best. I surrender to, to to your way. I wanna go your your direction and, and I'll I'll wait and be patient. For you to do what you, you want to do in me, through me, and, and through this situation, um, whatever the result is, I, I'm surrendered to you. I, I trust you and 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 know that that you're gonna come through, like you always do. And and unlike coaches and players who, who they don't always come through. Cause sometimes we make you know snap judgments about players and coaches and, and it's true. They don't they don't work out. The difference like is the Broncos today,
1: situation <laughs> this season.
0: The, the difference for us as we, as we parallel this to, to you know, our faith and life, God is always faithful and he's always worthy to be counted on as, as he leads us to victory. And, and ultimate, vi- ultimate victory is in Christ. And, and so we move forward with confidence and expectancy because we know that he always comes through for us. And so we remind ourselves of the past, the faithfulness. And, and so we move forward in, in confidence. And we give him a chance. We give him a chance, again. All right, God, I give you. I give you a chance. I give you. I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to give you a chance to show up, because I know that you always have, and I know that you always will. And and so uh, as we uh, as we end today, you know, we we don't always see what what God sees or or know what He knows. And so (laughs) it's really it's silly for us to react so negatively when when circumstances pop up before really giving him a chance to reveal his goodness and glory. And and so Psalm 34, eight and nine says, taste and see that the Lord is good. How happy is the person who takes refuge in him. You who are his holy ones, fear the Lord. For those who fear him lack nothing. I saw this translation, kind of a unique translation, but it's the easy to read version, translates those verses this way. Give the Lord a chance to show you how good he is. Great blessings belong to those who depend on Him. The Lord's holy people should fear and respect Him. Those who respect Him will always have what they need. Mm-hmm. And and so, uh, Luke, as we as we uh, wrap things up, what what's your big takeaway? Uh, something to uh, to kind of pack up with us as we uh, we pack up the show today.
1: Yeah, just you talking about surrendering. Uh, that's just it's it's convicting, and I. I... I want to reflect the next few days on, you know, what what am I not surrendering right now? And you know, especially in my life, as I think of, you know, I, what I want to do in the next couple of years, where Madeline and I want to live, uh, all sorts of big life decisions that are going to come up in the next year or two years uh, for us. You know, there's there's certainly a lot of things I haven't surrendered yet. Maybe things I'm not even aware of, but. Just you talking about that has kind of stirred my heart to, you know, I had to, I had to really consider and reflect on what am I holding with a closed fist right now that need to have open hands.
0: That's right. That's right. For me, when when things, you know, look bleak and, and we get uh, just unfortunate news, instead of jumping to conclusions or, you know, we see change in life and we go, ah, I think I know the, ah, I don't see this working out. Ah, it's negative. And we we write, we write it off or we write really, what we're saying is we're writing God off. instead of doing that, uh, and and it's just giving them a chance. Let's give him a chance. Even when things take longer than they should, we continue to trust them and and give God a chance. Give God a chance to show up, come through, and and lead us to victory. So that is today's, uh, topic and would love to know your, your thoughts on this and, and the areas that, that you struggle with, with doubt and skepticism. Uh, you can reach out to me, Bryce at unpackingit.com. Uh, this is a, 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 new version of our, our show and format. And so we're, we're interested to hear your feedback as well. Uh, would love to hear from you. So, uh, any thoughts, suggestions, ways that we can serve and encourage you, uh, even better. Uh, Let us know, Bryce at UnpackingIt.com. And also, as we continue to to, to desire to challenge, encourage, and inspire sports fans, the more that you can share this podcast with your friends uh, and people that you know and your your networks, we're grateful for that. Also, rate, review, uh, wherever you listen to this podcast is helpful as well. For Luke Heaton, I'm Bryce Johnson. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin, he was resurrected, and through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time, right here on the Unpacking It podcast.